Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. Spear. Welcome everyone to the Daily Creep Podcast Show. And today I have Jason Milland, and he is a former firefighter whose career was cut short after a near fatal electrician accident. After the fire service, he began pursuing a career in the fitness industry where he grew a gym in South Florida to over 250 members. During COVID, things took a turn and he launched himself fully into the online fitness coaching space where he grew his business to $80,000 a month and using live video in just under 12 months. He is now the founder and CEO of the Live Online Mastermind, where he teaches coaches how to monetize their message using live video. Jason has been featured on American Ninja Warrior, ABC, Entrepreneur.com, and multiple other uh, publications. And thank you so much, Jason, for being on our show. I am uh, really anxious to kind of hear more about your story, how you got started. I've been following you for a long time. We met each other and another mastermind together and and definitely fell in love with you from the very beginning. because you're very authentic, you're very real with everything that you do, and the one thing that's that separates you from everyone else that I that I see that that helps you stand out is you're consistent with everything that you do. And I've seen you take your business from like where it was at. I mean, you were you're pretty thriving when I met you, but then getting to where you're at today, it's pretty amazing. So I'm 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 uh, I'm kind of really excited to hear what your little story about how you got to where you're at, what's working for you, what our audience can take and learn from uh, what you're doing now. And uh, hopefully we can offer some value to our clients, but I know it's going to be amazing. And thank you so much for your time and, and join us on our Creed podcast show. So thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on and I cannot wait to be able to give as much value as possible. You know, in fact, uh, you know, going back, it, it wasn't always this way. Like I didn't start off at this, like, you know, amazing, well-rounded entrepreneur where, you know, I'm crushing it. And I want to be able to give your audience today, like hopefully a fast track to get to where I am today without having to go through all the trials and struggles and stuff like that. And, you know, for me, it really started as a child. You know, I grew up in South Miami and there was just a lot of gang stuff around there. And so from a young age, I was um, put into a lot of fearful situations and it had a a huge impact on me to where a lot of my life I grew up really not feeling good enough, feeling afraid. And um, it led me to really wanting to kind of feel like my own superhero. You know, I was bullied, beat up, all kinds of things growing up. And that really started to lead me into um, not a great path at at first, right? I definitely, you know, got into my fair share of partying and stuff, which, you know, led to some, uh, a couple of rest. And, you know, thankfully, I feel like God pointed me in the right direction with that. And I got out of that and um, ended up moving up to North Florida, you know, about 10 hours from South Miami. And I became a firefighter. I became a firefighter and it it was a, a, a noble career. And it was something that I always looked up to as like heroes. These were like the modern day superheroes, which I always wanted to be, especially like growing up in the polarity of that, where I was always fearful and I wished I could be the superhero. 
And I worked in the fire department for about seven and a half years, you, you know, and um, unfortunately, I didn't really work out as much as I probably should have to, you know, match that kind of superhero uh, like body. And, you know, I was definitely out of shape. And, you know, I had a wake up call. And again, I believe this is something that, you know, God gave to me as a gift to really point me in the right direction where um, it was in 2009, around November 28th, I believe is the date in, in 2009, we were responding to a house fire. And we had reports of two brothers being trapped inside of this house. Well, we got on scene, there was like flames coming out of the out of the roof out of the windows, it was um, what they would consider a fully involved structure fire. And we had to make entry, we had to see, you know, so we started, my partner and I started spraying down the hose. And um, our lieutenant went to shut the power off. So obviously, like everything was safer. And so we went in, we were spraying down the fire, hit a lot of hot spots, searching for the um, the two brothers. Well, ended up my hand hit a live wire and the electricity was never shut off because the brothers had been stealing electricity from their neighbors. And so the, the, the wrong power was shut off. And so it put an electrical current through my body, out my back. Um, I was immediately taken out of the house. I was rushed to the hospital and I stayed there for three days, three nights. And um, it was a huge wake up call in my life at the time. You know, I remember the doctor looking over me and he said, son, I was in my, my, I was in my low twenties at the time. He said, son, you're just way too young to be this out of shape and this unhealthy. And it, it, it really, um, it moved me. And so, you know, Fast forward less than a year later, I was getting myself back in shape and I ended up finding a passion in fitness. You know, I started to train my crewmates. They started to get in shape and I realized I wanted to help people before it was too late, right? I wanted to help people before they they ran into their own situations that were, you know, whether it's near death or not. And so I ended up leaving the fire department and I started to pursue a career in fitness, you know? Did the whole big box gym thing, worked as a trainer until I opened up my own gym. And like you mentioned in the in the beginning here, you know, when you're introducing me, we grew our gym to over 250 members. Then things came crashing down. I mean, it went crashing down hard to we we uh, went all the way down to uh, zero. In fact, we were worse than zero. We were um, worse than bankrupt. We were negative $25,000 in business debt that we had out in credit cards and loans and all these things. And, you know, my back was against the wall. We had just recently had our, our daughter. We, we now have two children at the time, but we just had our, our daughter then. And I knew I had to do something. So, and I'll never forget this day. I was sitting in my truck parking lot or my truck in the parking lot of my gym, staring at myself in the rear view mirror, you know, tears coming down my face. And I knew I had to do something. And this is what led me to um, where actually we met, you know, maybe six months later, maybe, maybe six, eight months later, where I started my online fitness coaching business, I had to find another way. And, um, you know, we in in less than 12 months, were able to get up to $80,000 a month, which I'm so blessed and grateful for. And, you know, that led me to finding this passion to where I am today, which is live video. And this is really one of the ways that we were able to truly grow our fitness, our online business it was through live video. And this is what I want to, um, some of the value I think I can really give today is like connecting with people, especially post pandemic. We're in 2021. People are still going through a lot of things and the world's in a state right now where people just want to connect. They feel that connection. Um, and that's really how we did it. And now I teach people how to do that for themselves so they can really be able to monetize their message, be seen, be heard and create the impact they want to create in the world. That's awesome. And I, I, I want to be able to see uh, 
see a picture of you like when you're saying you're out of shape because i've only seen you like ripped i've never seen you like <laughs> it's like man you know you got this guy that, that i met and he's swinging from poles and bars and things <laughs> climbing walls and different things like that i was like man i wish i could do that so uh i def you'll definitely have to show me on how to do that and you definitely found a really cool niche on going live. And I, I think that's really important because a lot of people, and this is a kind of a question I want to ask you to, to kind of expand on is a lot of people get scared to go live. And a lot of it, and I think for me personally, I think it's because uh, lack of knowing their message. And I always try to tell people, you know, confidence comes with clarity. So the more clear you are on your message, the more confident you are to be able to deliver it. But when, and I'm sure when you were coaching people in your mastermind, and you get this question as well. It's like, okay, well, first off, I don't like being on camera. And second off, I don't know what to say. So yeah. how, how, what would you have to say to someone that asks those two different questions? Well, they come from two different scenarios. You know, a lot of times, you know, the number one fear that people have is one of the number one fears people have is speaking on stage. I think we've all heard that for a long time. Well, this day and age, it, they've shown it's just as fearful for a lot of people to speak on camera. And a lot of it comes from, you know, some internal things, right? A lot of people may have like that fear of rejection. Like, what are people going to say? What are my industry peers going to think? You know, is my stuff even good enough? And it comes down to things like on the front end where people are like, I don't think my message is good. Or I don't know if I have my niche dialed in. At the end of the day, most likely you do. It's just being able to get past these fears of being rejected. Like, I mean, as an entrepreneur, I think that we're the only people in the world that for a living, we get rejected and we fail pretty regularly. So it's one of those things, right? But we do teach people how to, and I'll give some of those tips away today because there are some things to do, but when it comes to what to say, you know, no matter what you do, right? You know, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a coach, if you're a consultant of some sort, you obviously have something that you're good at. You're a specialist in some way. And so what I find, and this is even more important now here in 2021, especially with, as I just mentioned, the, the change in, in, and you know what the Maslow hierarchy of needs, right? And in the middle of that, there is connection. You know, during COVID, it was like safety. We need food, water, shelter. People need it. That's why like things like water and toilet paper were bought off the shelves. But now that it's becoming more normal, we're getting kind of back into this new world. On social media, especially, you know, as a marketer, people now that they're looking for connection from other human beings. They don't want to be sold to the same ways. And so when it comes to like how you are speaking or what to say in your lives, it's really coming down to like, how do you connect with people? And so something that I would offer everybody to do right now is to write down, like, what are 10 ways that you connect with people? Like how, like, for example, I, I love my family. I have two children and we love to do stuff together on the weekends. We like to go to the beach. We like to go to parks. Well, I know my audience, a lot of people in my audience have families, right? So I will share stories around that. I will show pictures. I will, I will just let them in in my world. And, you know, it could be traveling. If you like to travel and your, your audience likes to travel, you want to start sharing stuff like that, especially in live video. It's really, really important. I think a lot of people get stuck into, I have to be the authority in my live videos. That was really probably good advice. And it's still needed, but it was really good advice pre-2020. Now it just doesn't work. And this is what we're seeing. It doesn't work as well as it used to. The other thing is when you're coming up with things to say to answer that question is like, what are the industry norms? Like, what are the things in your industry that can be challenged that you stand against, right? Because you obviously stand for something you stand against. Like we built our entire fat loss business off of 
standing against, standing really, really against the diet industry as a whole. And it wasn't throwing rocks at our people. We were throwing rocks at the diet industry. And we were saying like, hey, it doesn't matter how, like what you're eating. It you, doesn't matter what you're eating or when you're eating it. You don't need an intermittent fast if you don't even know how much you should be eating. So first, let's figure out that stop diet. And we stood against that. You know, another thing is you can write down the common objections your people have, right? What objections do people normally come to you with external and internal, like an external objection would be what would it would be like, I don't have time, right? I don't have time. An internal objection would be like those nasty thoughts in your head, those worrisome thoughts, anxious thoughts, like people have like, Oh my God, am I going to fail again? I've tried this before. Am I going to fail at it this time? or I don't know if I'm good enough to be able to to do this program. You want to be able to now craft stories. This is what you speak about. You craft stories about yourself overcoming these things or your clients overcoming these things. And this is what starts allowing people to feel connected with you and helps pull people into your world. That's a lot of great information. Um, And I have a few follow-up questions on that, but one of them is how often should someone go live? It depends really on specific goals and where they are in their journey. If somebody has a very engaged audience already, two, three times a week is probably good. If somebody's just getting started and like they, they have no no audience really no engagement, I recommend as often as possible, you know, anywhere from 5 to 7 days a week for the mere fact of just practicing a skill. You know like um um what's the Olympic swimmer Ryan Phelps? Is that his name? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. What <laughs> Phelps? So let's say Phelps. <laughs> you know, I read a statistic that he was in the pool seven days a week. Very rarely did he take a day off. Now, I'm not saying that, like, I'm a, uh, my whole thing is the alignment is the new hustle that you shouldn't have to hustle and grind, just simply align. What I'm looking at is if this is something you love, if live video is something that, it, because it's a great way. In fact, in my, in, in my belief, it is the most effective way to be able to connect with your audience and get them in to um, become clients. But in order to get good at it, just like Michael Phelps got really good at swimming, doing it daily just allows you to A, get out of your head. So that way you're not thinking about, oh my God, what should I talk? Just start talking, just be authentic, be real. Even if you don't have, which I will give everybody in this audience, like our C5 framework training, which is like a really good training. In fact, this one training alone will, will at least give you a structure and framework that you can go off of. But if you don't even have a framework or anything, even if you just went live and and just got out of your head, it's, it's key. And the second thing is, you know, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we're really focused on like KPIs, like, you know, did I make enough sales? Did I book calls? Yada, yada. And yes, that's important. We want to make, we want to look at conversations and calls and all this stuff, but are you looking at like skill acquirement, knowledge, wisdom, the things that you're actually learning and, and, and developing? And that's what I look at going live a lot for at the beginning, because it helps you develop that skill. And when you can develop these skills, this is what is inevitably going to help you pay the bills, right? How long should these videos actually be? So if you're telling people to go live every day for someone that's the beginning, I mean, is there a good time frame that you think that's uh, that's good for us to kind of stick by? Yeah. So my belief is that it should feel right to you. Now, what that means is if it takes you 10 minutes to get your message out at the beginning, do 10 minutes. I do recommend though, the shorter, the better sometimes, especially when you're learning. This, you know, until you can learn to storytell and to captivate your audience, what happens is people aren't going to watch the whole video and it's nothing on you. It's just people have short attention spans. And this is why the skill of storytelling and truly being able to get into the audience's mind is so powerful because it'll help people get to the whole piece of content. But at the beginning, 
if you're not very good or confident or certain with it and you're just practicing the shorter you like meaning like three to five minutes is probably ideal because it's going to allow you to you know have people watch the majority of that video have you be able to practice things like your call to actions and and therefore and jr i can go into like our the framework that i teach to help give some context to to all of this if you want yeah that'd be awesome but before you do that i did want to kind of uh ask two different main questions and then i would love for you to go through the, the framework um but one is is the environment or what you wear important because i to be to be really transparent like i follow you in your lives and you're wearing mr pizza costume and stuff like that it catches my attention i want to watch every single one of them and they do it but then i'm like oh man do i have to do this like do i need to dress up and look silly or have this type of amazing background behind me or you know, be on a beach, have this pool, have palm trees or whatever it may be. Is that important or what's your recommendation on it? And then the, before you get in the framework, I want you to answer that. But then also what platform do you recommend for people to do the lives on? And, and yeah. if that's important. So if you're going to hit on those and then, yeah, I would love that. The framework, that would be awesome. Yeah. And those are great questions. And the way I like to look at this, imagine, imagine somebody that is going to perform on stage, right? And they're going to have their stage that they're going to perform on and then they're going to perform. And so we want to look at this from yes the stage and your performance and so when you see me dressed in pizza suits and stuff first of all that's just me i'm very quirky i'm very um um i like to edutain people like as i call it and that was in the fat loss days you know i was doing that a lot more you have to know your audience you know if you're <clears throat> if you're talking to moms and dads and you're helping them lose weight for example like i was then you want to come across in a way that's going to connect with them and so like if you know you don't want to look super professional you don't want to be in like a, a staged office with like high-tech equipment because it's not going to connect with them it's going to raise the guard they're going to think what is this dude trying to sell me right but like you see me out there in a pizza suit you know, um, in my backyard, it just happens to be like a jungle backyard. It's like real, like you see my kids run by, my puppy run by. It's like, oh, they're like, this dude's like me. He's like me, he gets it, right? So when you're coming up with like your, like your stage, like what you wanna do, like think about your audience. Like somebody like you, JR, that's B2B, you're doing more business stuff, right? You're, you're talking with business owners. You know, having a little bit more of a professional setup might be maybe ideal because like it resonates with your people, they get it. But going back to like, how we connect with people. If you know that a lot of your audience has like family, they're family people, they're, they're kids, they're people of faith or whatever it may be. It's cool to mix up and do lives in different environments, you know, like do it in your church or do it, you know, on pizza night, or you're maybe you're out for a walk with your family and you just pop in and do a three minute live. Like that stuff is cool, right? So you just have to know your audience and that's really where you're going to determine like how you lay out the, the scenery, what you wear, all of that stuff. But I think the number one thing is, as long as you are showing up authentically, it's gonna land, right? Because people know when somebody's faking it, people know when somebody's not showing up real. I think as human beings, we have that sense of like, man, they're just trying to sell me something, right? Versus if, if oh, they're here to actually serve me and they're being themselves and we'll trust them, you know? Yeah. Um, I do wanna ask you about the platform, but one thing that that uh, is really, <laughs> I don't know about this if it annoys you, but one thing that drives me crazy when people go on live or you hear videos like, well, I just wanted to pop on here for like two minutes to be able to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, that's like that. Or I'm really, you know, I'm really excited. I got this to be able to talk about. It's like opening statements. And for me, when I, when I'm thinking about going live, I want to think about what is that hook that's going to get someone to do it. But I wanted your professional opinion when you do it. Cause you're, you're, you're really good at it is why, you know, hence why I wanted you to come on here. But is the opening statement important? And what are some key things that you recommend for people to kind of start off when they start going live rather than just saying, 
hey, I just had a few minutes. I'm out here with my family doing this. And I just want to tell you these couple of things. Because to me, I feel like a lot of people do that and just kind of like, okay, you know, what do you want to say type thing? But so that that's going to be the first part of the framework. Okay, cool. Now then I won't jump ahead. You want me to go into the platform first? Yeah, hit the hit the platform. Um, your recommendations on the which platform people should be on. And then yeah, let's go in the framework. Yeah. So the platform again, just like, like what you're going to wear, like your um, location would be, the platform is, is going to be where your audience is. I know that sounds very basic and obvious, but that's just how, how easy it is to do. You know, I used to do a lot of lives on Instagram and I actually did pretty well, but I found that it, that Facebook just suited me better personally. Just, I come from a networking background, Facebook, like you know, obviously it's not built for networking like LinkedIn is, LinkedIn is, but it was still better for me. And I knew a lot of my audience was on there. And so I always look at a, you can be successful on any platform. Really you can, whether you're going live or whatever, as long as your audience is there. And then B, like, where do you want to be? You know, obviously your audience has to be there, but if they're in multiple platforms, where do you want to be? Because to, to get to like a, an 80,000, 90,000, $100,000 month, organically on a platform or even with ads, you've got to be all in on one platform and you've got to use it. Like you've got to be in that community and you've got to use that platform because that's how the algorithms will start like really showing your content to more and more people. And that's ultimately how we basically owned our niche in Facebook, you know, is through and that's how I still do it to this day (laughs) is doing that. I literally put all of my eggs in that basket and we will have like our team members repurpose stuff on other platforms, but everything is focused on for us is on Facebook. I love that. Cool. Yeah, that definitely answered uh, my question. Um, but yeah, I'd love to dive in. What is this framework on on going live? And if you can definitely go in detail, that'd be sweet. All right. So I recommend it that you guys write this down unless you're driving, you know, you can always listen to the recording. So this is the most effective way to pull somebody in through your live video and into your inbox. Okay. So I want you to think about, it's called our C5 framework, the C5 framework. And I'll explain what this means. I want you to think about the C5 framework, just as you would a sales funnel. We know in a sales funnel, there is going to be the, the enrollment of a client at the end, right? Of the funnel. Before that, they're booked on a call. They have to show up for the call. Before that, you have them in some kind of nurturing process, right? Before that, they're they're coming through from your content. So there's a whole pipeline. Think about this framework the same way, each one of these C's that we'll go into. And it's, imagine it's like you threw your audience member, your ideal client a rope and you're loving, I know you can't see me. I'm making this like little thing here. I'm pulling a rope, but imagine you're lovingly pulling a rope and they're holding on to it. And each part of the framework, when you nail down, will help them get closer and closer and closer into your inbox. So what C1 is, C1 is what we call the chance. The chance is really the opening. And this includes things like the headline. It includes your location. And it includes something that um, is really important, especially when it comes to confidence on camera, is your is your vibrational energy. Like, how are you showing up on camera? Are you super nervous? Are you, are you showing up certain and confident? That stuff really matters. Hmm. C2 is what we call the capture. This is the hook, okay? The hook is like the first... 10 seconds, right? It could go up to 30 seconds in, in my belief, but the first 10 seconds is crucial. In fact, when I was um, submitting, you know, I submit videos to be on American Ninja Warrior. Some years I get, I got, you know, get chosen, the others I don't. So, but one thing I asked the producers, how can I get a better shot at getting chosen? And he said, he basically was like the hook, you know, the first 10 seconds of the video will make or break if they're going to want to continue to watch or not. I don't know how true that is, is what I got told, but I ran with that advice and I used that in my business. And um, 
you want to think of it like this. There's two ways that I, I teach people how to do proper hooks in lives. One is like a direct, you being super direct with somebody and I'll explain that. And the other is storytelling. And so a direct thing would be like, so imagine I'm talking about the five, like my headline is the five biggest mistakes most people make when trying to lose the belly. I would open up my live and say, Hey, here's the five biggest mistakes most people make when trying to lose the belly. If you are somebody that has been struggling to lose their belly fat, that has literally tried every diet under the sun and just cannot get this freaking belly fat gone. I'm going to walk you through in this live step-by-step on exactly what you should be doing to lose the belly for good. So that's you. Let's get on with this ride, right? And that person's gonna be like, wow, okay, that's for me, you know? And that's a very direct way to do it. The other way would be like, um, and guys, pay close attention to this because this is really, really powerful stuff here. Now, storytelling would be like this. The five biggest, this is me opening up again. The five biggest uh, mistakes most people make when trying to lose the belly. Listen up. I just got off a call with a client of mine. Her name is Holly. Holly, she came to me initially because she was just fed up. Like she really, really, really wanted to lose weight. However, every time she tried something, she felt like a failure. Like she tried Weight Watchers. She did keto for a couple months. Like she couldn't find anything that fit her. Like she loved to go to the beach with her family. She just liked to hang out, drink a craft beer with her husband and let their daughter run around the beach. But every time they were out there sitting in the beach chair, she would look down and like there was rolls of fat coming out of her belly. And it really made her self-conscious so much that fact that she was dreading doing the one thing that she loved with her family. And fast forward just three months, Holly is down 33 pounds and nine inches off her entire body. She's now able to go to the beach and feel confident. In fact, she told me she feels so accomplished. Like she actually owns her body and she sits back, enjoys a craft beer with her husband just like she was dreaming of. And it all started with these three simple steps. And then I would go into my content from there. And so that's like a great way. That's a little bit of a longer hook. Hence why I said earlier, it could be up to 30 seconds. But like if that, if, if, if your client is Holly, like if you know your audience and you know how to story tell that person's going to be on that live, they're going to be, that's me. Like that's me. And they're going to want to continue listening. And this is how you hook them in. Mm. And then that makes sense. That's C2. And that's C2 is really, really key. Now C3 is what we call the core content. So the core content, the old way of doing things doesn't work as well organically anymore because people crave connection. And so people, they don't remember facts. They remember story. And that's a fact. People don't remember facts. They remember story. Think about like a science teacher in eighth grade, right? You're falling asleep in, in class. At least I was, I don't know about everybody, but you don't want to be that person to your audience. If you tell somebody, for example, in, in my industry, it, you know, I was talking about calorie deficits and doing weight training. Then like, yeah, people know they have to eat less and move more. They don't do it. But when you can connect them to a story, when you can connect them to a metaphor, to an analogy, all of a sudden they're going to start being like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That I, I relate to that. You know what I mean? And that's how you wrap your core content up. And then C4, this one is dynamite. All right. This is the C4. We call this the call to action, the call to action. Now I do teach call to actions a little bit earlier on for people that, you know, maybe a little bit more advanced. However, this call to action is really, really powerful. As you know, there's different levels to a call to action. Like we'll teach beginners how to do like a simple call to action, like drop a heart, you know, or like this thing something easy for for somebody to do. And then there's different ways you could do it. You know, you could do direct call to actions where you're just like, hey, if you found this episode valuable, then, and you would like us to install these three steps that we just, that we just, that Holly did so you can get these results as well. 
go ahead and shoot me a message that says the words coach me, right? That's very advanced, more direct, you know, but there's different ways to do that call to action. There's a psychology behind it, meaning you have to know your audience's personality types. You have to know their buying types because this is going to allow you to deliver the proper call to actions to the, to your audience. Because if they're introverted versus extroverted, if they're, if they're more analytical versus like more emotional, like that makes or breaks a difference. And we've seen this a lot. Like if somebody, if your audience cares more about numbers, they're not going to resonate with an emotional story. Right. But if they're like fact-driven and you're just like, yo, JR lost 25 pounds in this program, you just went right to the facts. You showed it, you showed a screenshot of his facts or you popped it up. They'd be like, I'm sold, you know, tell me what to do versus somebody that's emotional. You're going to want to be getting into the emotional side of things. You're going to want to really create and, and make them see, feel, taste, experience what JR went through. And they're going to want to get in. Right. Yeah. And then lastly, in the framework is the C5. The C5 is the close. The close is, is just like it sounds, you're closing off the live. However, most people do this wrong. They do the CTA and then they're on their way. That's the wrong way to do things because you want to be like a Netflix episode. Like I know I was never really, I don't want to do a lot of TV stuff, but I know a lot of people were in the Game of Thrones. Imagine like watching the end of a Game of Thrones or, you know, whatever your favorite movie or show may be. And <clears throat> you see the next episode coming up. You're like, oh my God, it's a massive open loop. I've got to see this thing. I've got, I've got to see this episode. You want to be able to do that for your audience. And there's different ways to do that. We teach one way is just by breadcrumbing your unique mechanism. So they're like, oh, what is that? And if you do it effectively, people are going to reach out to you. They're going to be like, what is your, you know, whatever unique mechanism is. They're going to ask you that stuff. Like we used to have, like now I have people DM me all the time. They're like, what's the C5 framework? Because like they hear me talk about it or we have something called the live, the live video attraction blueprint where, which I can walk through a little bit today if we have time. But it's like, um, they're like, they'll message me that. And, I, and I'm like, that's, that's how the open loop strategy works. Um, the other way to do it is to, when you tell a good story, is when you end the story, you have to make sure you're referencing back to the audience so they, they feel like there's something possible for them. And unless they connect with you, this is when you know you're good at storytelling, when, unless they connect with you, it's like they have this thought in their mind. They're like, oh my God, well, JR had this success. Holly had this success. Like, I, I feel like just like them. And I'm telling you, when you do that, it's so powerful because people reach out to you and be like, you were speaking directly to me. And that's how you know you closed it off correctly. That's a beautiful thing. And I, I think this is a great step-by-step -step process for it. And I know you can go really, really deep in a lot of that. And there's a lot of, lot of uh, amazing nuggets in here for people to kind of take and do it, but they need, they need to actually sign up and have deeper conversations so they can get that message across with you. So <laughs> I need to have that because there's, there's so much depth inside of all of this that I, I'm, I'm just thinking like, oh man, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do, you know, all those different things. I mean, great framework and it's a great place to start, but you know, I, I know after talking with you and, and doing different things, someone can gain so much value from that. So, which is really, really cool. So I love it. I mean, what, what, do you have anything else that you want to share with the audience about this? I mean, the C5 framework, I think is a great place for people to kind of get kick off, get started. But uh, what, what else do you got for us to share? I mean, I want to suck as much as, from you as I can right now. Well, the biggest thing, and I may have alluded to this before, but it comes down to, and there's an acronym that is a personal uh, belief of mine. And I call it FAST. And this stands for focus, aligned action, speed of implementation. And that creates the T, which is traction. Now, the thing is, a lot of people will start these things. Like I hear our people all day, you know, we, 
We started this business in January of, of 2021, just a few months ago. And we've been able to um, quickly create a multiple six figure on track to hit our seven figure seven figure year this year. And it's because because of this acronym FAST. It's I've lived by this in 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 um the fat loss business and in this business. And when you're fast, it takes you like we had we had a guy, Leo, join our program in January. He was doing one thousand five hundred dollars a month, right? In one month he got the twenty thousand dollars. And now here in, in three months later, three months later, he's doing thirty thousand dollars per month. And it's because of this acronym. And so this is what I, I want to encourage people to do. When you're doing live video, when you are, when you're, you know, doing your social media outreach, your efforts, things like that. Remember that. Remember, it's about focus. It's about aligned action, not just doing things because you, you know, somebody said you should be doing these things. Like, does it feel right? Are you burned out? Are you stressed out? You know, are you like, oh, I don't know if I should put, like, listen to that intuition, listen to that gut. God has given us this intuition, has given us this thing that we could use to our advantage. And this is what I call alignment and then act with speed. And so, you know, if you're like, Hey, I want to do a live video, but like two weeks later, you still haven't done a live video. You're not going to ever get, you're not going to ever get good at it. So like act with speed, even the things that I like we've gone over in this podcast episode today, you should be acting on it immediately. And this is how you're going to get better. Because again, as entrepreneurs, we're the only people in the world that literally for a living, we're like, cool, we're down to be rejected and fail. Um, but we know that if we do this enough, we'll succeed. Because remember, seven and a half years, I didn't share this, seven and a half years is how long I struggled. Yeah, my gym had 250 members. Yeah, it did. But we weren't taking in money from it. I know it sounds crazy with all the other stuff going on. We just didn't have it coming in. Seven and a half years, I struggled. It was because of this amount of focus, this consistency that we were able to do this. So that's what I would encourage people that are listening to do. I love that acronym. Now, when someone's hearing about your C5 engagement, they're and they're kind of taking the notes and processing of the stuff that they got to do. Do you have a simple a simple way for people to kind of have a, a plan of action to prepare for it? And then also, what time of day should people necessarily do their lives, or does that even matter? I mean, again, it's always going to come down to audience. The, you know, you're doing the live. Um, so the short answer is it doesn't matter unless it's like at a ridiculous time of day when nobody's going to watch. But again, the mindset of a live is for the replay viewers. You know, you're never going to have, unless you're doing a scheduled like masterclass or webinar or something like that, you're never going to have a lot of people watching live. You know, like we'll, we'll have, you know, anywhere from, from 10 to 50 people on live usually. And then we'll have like, 150 to you know 500 people on the replay. So know that you'll always get people on the replay and <clears throat> also know that it's not about it's not always about more viewers. I mean it is at a certain point when you're trying to scale. Like we had a live um, where we had 24 views. <laughs> a whopping 24 views, okay? But we had 45 comments and we sold eight member we sold eight $6,000 memberships. Wow. So it's not necessarily about the quantity, it's about the quality. It's about how you're connecting. I would rather have you connect with literally 50 people, but enroll 50 people into your program that are highly engaged and connected to you. than you have a thousand people that you have a very loose connection with. Hmm. <laughs> it's very powerful. A lot of people get stuck into numbers and audience and engagement. And yes, it does have its place. There is going to be a time when you want to scale that visibility, but there's a lot of damage that you could do. When I say damage, I mean like in a good way, there's a lot of um, organic revenue that is just sitting on the platform, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram, that is untapped and people are just waiting to get their problem solved. And it's up to you to be able to get out there and, and learn how to speak your message 
how to be seen, how to be heard. And when you do this, this is how people can be impactful. Yeah. You have a lot of amazing stuff. And I know, uh, you know, if anyone was taking notes and really listening to what you had to say, then there's no reason why they, sh- they shouldn't at least get started and start taking some action and, and start seeing some movement in their business. Um, so thank you for all that. I mean, this, this content was beautiful. I love it. Is, and I'm definitely learned from it myself. Now, just like uh, kind of wrap things up a couple different things before we kind of get people connected with you. Um, so that way they can reach out to you and you can serve them on, on a higher level. Uh, what is you like, I, I like to ask all of our audience, but what is your daily creed? What is the one thing that you are most committed to that you're going to be resilient, push through no matter what, showing up, taking action, action every day and have the, the mental and physical discipline to, uh, and, until you complete that mission. Yeah. So I shared the FAST acronym. However, I keep this little note um, always by my laptop and I know people can't see the note, but I'll read it to you. And it says, who can I serve so powerfully that they never forget our conversation for the rest of their life? And that's something that I, I will read every single day. And it, it reminds me, it just reminds me of, you know, I'm on a lot of, co- I'm on a lot of calls. I mean, it's, it's, we're doing like seven, eight calls a day at this point. And I want to remind myself that why I'm on these calls, like whether it's a client call, like a coaching call, an enrollment call, whatever it may be, I want to remind myself of that. And so that is really, really powerful when you can start your day without intention because everything else just seems to flow better and, and people just connect a lot better with it with you. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I love that statement. Again, can you actually say it one more time? <laughs> Who can I serve so powerfully that they never forget our conversation for the rest of their life? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's leaving leaving a powerful message for them. So I, I think that's that's amazing. It's a great thing to stand by. And I'm going to steal it. I'm going to put that on a post-it right from my computer because that's a good reminder of, of why we're doing what we're doing and just leading with a servant's heart and not necessarily making people feel like that transaction, which I, I talk about a lot. And I, I hope that I never make people feel like that. So thank you for uh, for sharing that. Now, how can people get in touch with you? Like what what's the next step? If they want to be able to reach out to you, be able to come better at, you know, going live, growing their business, you know, improving their messaging, being on stage, whatever that may be. What What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Well, they can go to my Facebook page, just my personal page at Jason Miland. And we do have a free Facebook group. I can invite you to it as well, JR. If yep. you're not, I don't know if you're in it yet. Um, we have a Facebook group where um, I can invite them into as well. And this is where we're just sharing. We're just giving value. We do weekly trainings in there where we're posting content. We're just really teaching lives and stuff like that. Um, it's a really fast growing group right now. Um, and in fact, we, <laughs> I just took a screenshot today, uh, a training I did on CTAs yesterday inside there is a little, uh, a little, um, 10 minute training. We had this, we had this woman, um, book a sales call, like literally minutes after she, she applied exactly what we taught and, and booked a, a call off of a 10 minute training. <laughs> so we try to put out a lot of value in there and, um, it'd be a good spot, but they can connect with me on on Jason Miland. And uh, if they're interested, I can invite them in. No, thank you. And yes, I would definitely love to join that. Well, there you go, everyone. If you guys are looking to improve your growing your business and on your social media and want to know how to get better on going live and uh, improving your message, you need to reach out to Jason Milan and uh, get in contact with him because his program is solid. He's helping so many people improve their messaging, go live or going live on, on social media, but most importantly, growing their business and making a bigger impact. And that's what we're here for. We're here to serve. We're here to make an impact. And uh, Jason is the go-to guy for that. So reach out to him. Um, go to this to the description of this uh, podcast episode, and uh, you know you'll see his contact information under there. And then we look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Till next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with Jr. Spear. 
If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear.